Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Coming from a Place of Love. My name is Shelva Soul, and on this episode, we are still in the Christmas mood. We are still celebrating the wonders of Christmas, and we're also talking about realities that we go through in life. Today, I just want to talk about a growing problem in our world, and I'm sure a lot of you have seen it. A lot of you might choose to ignore it. A lot of you might not understand what it means for us as a world, but a lot of people are living in the streets. A lot of people do not have a stable home where they can lay their bed and sleep at night. While some of us may think that it doesn't affect me, it does. It affects us all. Because a lot has gone on the past two years that has made what used to be very easy difficult for some. For some people, it might mean the business is not as popping as it used to be. For some, it might mean you have to cut down. And for others, it might mean even losing your home due to the fact that you can't even afford the mortgage payments. Nobody ever sees it coming. It's not something that you can actually predict or that you can stop. But once it happens, we see a lot of people just put their tents up and take life as it gives it to us. Personally, yesterday, I talked about on Twitter how it was the mercy of people I've never met. But people I knew were right there within reach. But I didn't think to call them, you know why? Because oftentimes the people that we know, we know we can't call them because they're not gonna help us. They've gotten so used to us doing things on our own that even when we call them, sometimes they don't show up. In the end, I was assisted. Not because I look good, or because I talk smart, or because I sat in an office for four hours doing nothing. But it was simply because I was in need. And people who can recognize a deep need have to come to the aid of these people. So it's more than just rice. It's more than just a laptop. It's more than just technology that somebody who is barely educated can't even use and might turn out to sell anyway. It's just a helping hand. Oftentimes I've wondered that a lot of people in those days, the biblical days I'm sure, that were homeless, sought refuge in churches, in places of worship. Because by all means, if you couldn't get room anywhere, you would probably get there. If our Lord and Savior was born in a manger because there was no room, it doesn't mean that all our people have to suffer on the streets. Something can be done. We can build more harbor homes. have more community effort 
into rehabilitating homeless people. Why? Because they're not disabled. They're just disadvantaged. I'm not homeless today because of the work of people who came generations before mine, who saw beyond themselves, who saw beyond today. And the purpose was not so they can be exalted and worshipped in magazines as rich, but so that the very basic thing, a roof over your head, something people who are homeless have to budget for. And here we have irresponsible people talking about whether your shirt is real or fake. In a world where some people just don't have a place to sleep at night. I don't think they care what the label says. But then you flip it and then you have some people who you take off the streets and give gainful employment and what do they do? They turn right back and steal from you. Rub it in your face because you were the one who came for a stranger. So you have two different types of strangers. The ones who help you in a crisis and stay with you until that crisis is solved. And you have those who will put you in a crisis because of their greed and turn around and call you wicked. Oftentimes, what happens to you is not because somebody is controlling it. It's because there's a lesson here. If there's any delay, it's not because somebody's sitting on top of it. It's because there's a process and there's something you have to learn about life. You only earn what you work for, not what you took, not what you take. Not what you steal. And the fact that somebody shows you mercy does not mean that you take the piss. And this is personally why I don't like living with somebody I know has taken something from me. Because every little thing that goes missing, they're your first suspect. And rightfully so. Because to be honest with you, if you put yourself in that position in somebody's life where they can't trust you with anything. It's a terrible place to be in. Because y'all know when you can't trust somebody you're unsure. You're unsure. Because you have to look at different things now. You have to look at all angles. Let's save the homeless. Let's see what we can do. Let's see how we can play a deeper role in society. Instead of just saying, don't challenge authority. You have to challenge authority. You have to let these big wigs know that I ain't that small fry that just comes and folds arms and sits down and does what you say. You want to be a mover and shaker in this world. You can't be a yes man.
be a yes man. We have to challenge authority. How did we get here as a race, as black people, if we didn't challenge authority? If we didn't run away and go on the in the underground tunnel? And we just decided that, you know what, 8 a.m., I'm just going to clock in. That's a slave as usual. got two types of leaders, people who want to make a difference, people who want to make a change, people who can see how difficult it is. And you have people who just barely made it, throwing it back in people's face that this is what I wear. They, I don't even know what they said. That's not my point. My point is, do what you want to do. But when you start bothering what other people are doing, you're causing a boundary now. Are you obsessed with other people's way of dressing? Or are you really focused on what really matters? I know a lot of people that will look at me and be like, well, it's because you have everything. What everything do I have? I hustle travel. That's what I do. But one thing I will never do is force people to do business with me. The door is always open. Sometimes you get along with people you are just like. Bitter. And conceited. But I learned mercy. was just the spirit of never giving up. The spirit of, yes, I made a mistake. Yes, I left my keys in the car. But that door is going to open. And it's not going to take the whole day. Just a couple of hours of waiting. I want to bring it back to love. A lot of us have met or known somebody who's been homeless at a time. We've played that role of a, a, a good and thoughtful friend. Because if it was me and I had difficulties in my living situation, I would pray that I had a friend I could go and stay with. And some of us go and see this friend. And some of us forget that this friend is a human. And they too have their lives and have their own private life that they have to put aside because you're there and they have parents who are traditional and who might not like or love the idea but everybody compromises because when you love someone you don't say oh I love you but you can't stay with me you want to be there you want to you wanna be that friend that you see in the movies and you believe in friendship and the bond of friendship and how it can really cross barriers set by old themes that no longer serve us. Some of you are not friends with people because they're lighter shade than you. Or you're not friends with people because they're vocal and they will not take the bullshit. And even if they take the bullshit, they're still going to write about the bullshit. 
Some of y'all will prefer to hold something somebody did in their youth so you just have an excuse not to talk to them. I don't keep beef with people because of what they did. I keep beef with what you represent in my life. If you are dud, you are dud. If you're a friend, I treat you like a friend. Even if you have problems apologizing. Because I want to say this. In love, there are some times apologies are going to come a little later. Sometimes people might not even realize that they owe you an apology. But your reaction is the reason why they're upset. Our life story should be something we can teach our kids and be like, remember that time? I thought I was going to give up and boom, I was like, hell no, another album. Things like that inspire people to achieve. But when you compare and contrast and don't have thought for the homeless or use homelessness as a way to attack people further, I'm just like arms folded. Karma has a very, very interesting way of coming back. And sometimes karma is dressed like your life partner. Same kind of situation, same area of where your old partner used to live. But it's just a new way of telling you that sometimes you need to go for what develops you and grows you, not what depletes you and makes you a shadow of your former self. Why am I with the love of my life? Why do I love the person I love? It's because your thought part pattern has to inspire you. But when you go for a less than equal partner, you don't think anymore. You just rap. You just abuse and you just take advantage. Because that's all they're doing to you. You've got nothing in common, nothing to discuss, no dreams. So what you do is you rub other people of their hard-earned dreams without sharing the proceeds. You can't live happily after, ever after like that, can you? Because you, your daughters are going to grow up and get out there and start working for people. And what are they going to do to them? The same thing you started. The same cycle repeats itself. So you have lost dreams because you don't want to admit that somebody else had a good idea that you didn't want to recognize, but you went ahead and did it anyway. So sometimes when people don't celebrate you, it's not because you're not worth it. It's simply because you're coming from a place of love, a place where dreams live, not because we have the resources, but because we have the time to work on them. So it has nothing to do with how much you have, but how much time are you willing to give to your dream, to your partnership, to your marriage, to your friendship? A lot of people don't give time to friendships because the truth will be revealed. That somebody's always carried you along. Somebody's always brought you up to par. Always kept an eye out for you. Always treated you better than you've treated them. 
And while they, they might not be out there as a celebrity, they'll always be in here as your celebrity. Because you recognize that nothing really breaks the heart created to love. But what really breaks the heart is seeing the same person that you don't think is shit get shit done, achieve things. Because in a year, if I had just said, you know, I'm just going to be releasing singles because I'm frustrated or I'm tired, I've been through a lot of shit with my relationship, you know what, I, I don't even have the time. Single, single, singles, they'll like it. They'll love it. And a lot of people will even discourage you and be like, well, if you release too much music, people get so, you know, they get too saturated. You know, people don't really like that. They like to, you know, they like to listen to your music over time. Bullshit. Nigga, I'm selling lyrics. I'm here to be your friend. I'd love to be. (laughs) But, hey. Selling lyrics, selling moods. Selling vibes. I'm letting you know that this is real life for me. It's real music. It's real love. And for love to really flow, it's got to be not like the rest. It's got to have its own life. background like I know things are tough because I'm living in it too but it's better than last year and my thoughts and prayers to everybody out there who's listening who happens to be home my thoughts and prayers are with you I know that it's a difficult thing to go through but I always believe that no position is permanent. No situation is permanent. It's just temporary. And I do pray that many governments and many organizations can come together and we can create a way that we can give back to the homeless. But in a way that society is is helped because we see on the other side people are struggling to live and then we see people taking advantage of the system because they can because they found a loophole so it's, a, it's, it's really about we need to be considerate because some of the times and some of the crimes that we do can be used to help the homeless think of the homeless next time and some of these people who are homeless were put that way because somebody just got a little greedy didn't want to make their money the right way And we have to be thinking about people. Some people maybe, you know, gambled their fortunes away. Some people lost their home when they lost their job. Some people just broke down and just were never able to get back up again. So I'm thinking of y'all at Christmas. I'm hoping that there's a miracle for everyone who's homeless. I'm hoping that the spirit of this season and the reason why we celebrate this holiday is revealed. 
truly hope that many are reunited with family members they haven't seen for a while. Maybe family members off at war. Family members who've been sick for a long time and this is the only time that they will finally be able to come out of the hospital. Family members that are estranged, haven't talked to in years, but this is the time that you see them finally after many years of avoidance. Marriages that will be rekindled because no matter how far you are away from love, love recognizes you and love still reaches out to you. No matter how difficult it is, they will try. And I know a lot of people are not close to their families. A lot of people did say that they're not close to their families, but it's a personal choice. They're still alive. Maybe because what you're doing in your lifestyle doesn't quite fit into your family's dreams and religious background. And sometimes they're right. It's not that you can't live your life the way you want to, but you have to know the consequences. There are no happy stories. There are no long, you know, happily ever afters that we know of. But I'm not here to talk about that. I'm here to talk about love. thing that we know we can trust when all else is gone. The one thing that even strangers have for you at a particular moment. That even if our enemies mock us, at least we have love to comfort us. At least we have love to look forward to. And that's my prayer for you this Christmas. Thank you for coming from a place of love with me all year good times, bad times, breaking up times, making up times, still love you times. You've been here and I appreciate you. Merry Christmas. God bless you.